PTJ is the bottom line. The bottom line is a translation of study findings for application to clinical practice. It is not intended to substitute for a critical reading of the research article. The following bottom line was written by Dr. Judith Deutsch and summarizes the article titled, Use of Virtual Reality to Improve Upper Extremity Control in Children with Cerebral Palsy, a Single Subject Design, by Chen Y.P., Kang L.J., Twang T.Y. et al., Volume 87, November 2007. Chen et al. wanted to elaborate on earlier findings in which children with cerebral palsy, or CP, improved reaching behaviors after training in a virtual environment. These earlier findings were promising, so the investigators wanted to provide more detailed information on the reaching behaviors using kinematics, as well as to document changes over time. Four children with CP ranging in age from four years, eight months to eight years, six months participated. Three of the four had normal cognition, and one had mild intellectual disability. Their participation in therapy ranged from fair, three subjects, to good, one subject. All of them were actively participating in physical therapy and occupational therapy at the time of the virtual reality intervention. What new information does this study offer? Although not definitive, the findings suggest that virtual reality can improve reaching in some children with CP. Improvements varied, suggesting that children use different strategies to solve the problem of how to reach for an object. A minimal level of cognition might be required for a person to benefit from virtual reality training. Improvements in reaching could be attributed to different parameters related to the movement, ranging from strength and coordination to better visuospatial processing. The researchers used a series of single-subject study designs. This method allows for multiple measurements taken in phases to determine that variables of interest are not changing, that is, are stable, before introducing the intervention, and the variables might continue to improve after the intervention is removed. The authors selected four children who would benefit from upper extremity training, but who were of varying ages and abilities. The four children trained using two virtual reality systems. One was commercially available, the other was designed specifically for stimulating upper extremity movements in a very systematic way. The children trained two hours per week for four weeks. Improvements were assessed if the measurements changed two standard deviations greater than the mean measurement at baseline. How might the results of this study apply to the practice of physical therapy? Physical therapists working with children with CP who have difficulties with upper extremity control might consider using off-the-shelf gaming software described in this study to augment physical therapy interventions. Limitations. Participants in the study received concurrent occupational therapy and physical therapy, which makes it difficult to interpret some of the findings of the study. For example, Subject 3 had large visuomotor gains on the Peabody Developmental Motor Scales, both during and, to a greater extent, after virtual reality treatment was discontinued. These gains could be related to the virtual reality training or to the visuomotor training during occupational therapy. Questions that are not answered by this study but that could be part of future research include what contribution to the improved reaching was obtained from using the systematic lab-based virtual reality application compared with the off-the-shelf commercial application? Does intervention combining virtual reality and real activities compared with virtual reality alone or real activities alone produce greater improvements in reaching behaviors? And finally, how do improvements in the kinematics of reaching and gross motor function translate into real-world use of the affected upper extremity?